Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Boomer Geo coming to you live the Bill Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Everybody right now is combing through the Aaron Rodgers podcast that he just did with a man named Aubrey Marcus, who is not a sports guy. He is a spiritual guru for Aaron Rodgers. He is the man who suggested the darkness retreat. He is the man who suggested the ayahuasca. He is the man who suggested the Panchakarma cleanse for Aaron Rodgers. And he did another podcast with him that just dropped. So CeeLo is out there getting audio. And I know, Jerry, there's some quotes out there now. Yeah, and one in particular, before you continue, goes to the whole Favre thing that is addressed in this. Okay. Is there anything in there that... Well, yeah, I mean, he basically, he's trying to make his case, and I'm with him on this, that this is not the same as Brett Favre. Uh, he's talking about how before Favre retired, this is the quote from Tyler Dunn, who put it out there from the uh, Aubrey Marcus podcast. The quote is, I remember Favre retired. There were times in April, May, we weren't sure if he was going to come back because he didn't come to any of the offseason program. Then in 08, he actually did retire in March and then said, no, 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 in June after OTAs. I actually want to come back and play. And that's when they decided to trade him to the Jets because there was so much indecision. Obviously. So he said Jets in this podcast. He did say Jets in the podcast. Um, let's see. A lot of tension that summer. I feel really good about the conversations that are going to be had that have been had with important people in my life, yourself included, I guess, meaning Aubrey Marcus. Um, bah, 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 bah. And then he says... There's a finality to the decision. I don't make it lightly. I don't want to drag anybody around. I'm answering questions about it because I got asked about it. I'm talking about it because it's important to me, blah, 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 blah. But he does reference Favre and basically being around and seeing it firsthand. So this week and next week, I think, are critical for this decision. It's got to be either the rest of this week or the end of next week. has to be. I mean, if it, I guess it doesn't have to be, but it sounds like it can be. I, uh, from the standpoint of do your parking, um, from the standpoint of seeing it firsthand the other way, yeah, knowing that he's got to make a decision, he basically says, "I'll make quote, I'll make a decision soon enough, and we'll go down that road. I'll be really excited about it." What yeah. decision he makes, whether it's a retirement decision, right, or it's a I'm going to go to the Jets decision. Um, but I, I don't know if everybody's gotten through or anybody's gotten through this entirety of the podcast. But if that is the juiciest thing that comes out of it, then well, I mean, so far that's the only thing I've seen so far. Yeah, um, and I will see if Mister Dunn. Where's our other guy from CBS? What was his name? Maybe he Cody Benjamin. Some, maybe Cody's got some more stuff. Cody Benjamin. Yeah. He's the man that's... Uh, yeah, Tyler Dunn has more stuff, talking about, you know, if he can play at a high level or not. So hopefully CeeLo goes through all this stuff, too. Yeah, and he's just a, you know, a guy like that. He's just listening to it and tweeting out everything that he hears, you know? Sure. Which is which is smart. Yes. Because so, people want to know what the hell's going on with him. Yeah, I mean, I you felt like it was going to happen. I didn't feel like it was going to happen. This is Aaron Rodgers of the Jets. Oh, yeah. Boomer didn't feel like it was going to happen. Now he does feel like it's going to happen. I've I, always believed it's going to happen. I still don't believe it's going to happen. Even though Boomer changed his tune 
and believed it was going to happen after doing his due diligence and talking to his league sources. Right. That should have flipped me to yes, but I still don't believe it's going to happen. I mean, he's out in Colorado right now. He's in uh, Aspen. Well, what does that matter? And he's playing skee-ball and uh, pop-a-shot with his buddies. Here's why. Because I feel like Aaron Rodgers, that part of the country is what he loves. You know, he loves he loves California, where he's from. He had a house in Malibu. He's in Aspen right now. He went to Oregon for this this retreat. So I think this is the stuff that he loves. Yeah, but I could say guys that are spending their their off season in in Puerto Rico on the beaches, and yet they go back and play in Buffalo. You know, it's it's still but a Aaron job. Rod- I know, but some guys don't have a choice. You know, Aaron Rodgers has a choice. No, I get that, but I think you you also go where. It makes sense for you to go and where they want you. I've always said, too, I mean, you go out and live out in Florham Park, you'd be in the mountains. He could be very happy out in western New Jersey. Yeah. You wouldn't even think you're in the tri-state area with some of the places you could buy. And even out in Florham Park, I mean, we've been there enough times. You drive around, you see compounds and land, and you don't even realize Manhattan's 40 minutes away. He's still got to get to MetLife. Still yeah. have to deal with that. Uh, well, you think it's a picnic getting to Lambeau on game day? Well, I guess he gets there so early, probably. Yeah. Isn't there like one road in, one road yes. out there? Yeah, you you've never been to Lambeau? I've never, no, no. Wow. I don't, I've been to Buffalo where that's essentially one or two roads in. That's not easy either. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I don't think this area is a deterrent. I really don't. I don't know him. I don't Coming know from you? Yeah, Coming you're the guy who says that this place if, is horrible. If Yes. Not there, though. I actually think it's but very. But you don't nice. like the weather, period. But he has like been in he has been in Green Bay, right. so. so the weather to me is not even a factor. Now, if you told me that the Jets played next to City Field mm-hmm. and he wanted no part of the hustle and bustle of Queens and Manhattan, and yeah, I get that. To me, it's right up his alley. Yeah, I'd never know. be seen from out there. I suppose so. I, I just, I really think that that retirement is probably, but here. Does he want to retire the same year that Tom Brady retired? That's another thing you got to think about because then you got the Hall of Fame situation. I would say no. Make next year his year. Yeah, seriously. Like, because uh, for real. You don't want to go into the Hall of Fame the same year Tom Brady does. I agree. He's playing. There, You just broke it down. Aaron Rodgers is coming back. You think so? I do think he's playing again. So if he's playing again, so are, are the Raiders in or out? Because this is another one of these is new report, old report, conflicting reports. Are the Raiders in or out on Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we're here, and all we think about are the Jets. Clearly, that would be, I think, a very intriguing place for him to go because of Devontae Adams. I don't know how he feels feels about the coaching staff there. Um, but, yeah, it would make sense. Sure. And it's Vegas. Who wouldn't want to go there? Yeah. I mean, if, I think I actually think it would be a fun place to be during football season. You don't have to live year-round there. I'm sure, you know, they have the off-season workouts, yes. But you could pop in and out when you have to. Sure. And I think that would be a very intriguing place for him to be. Yeah, I mean, people are saying that they're looking into Josh McDaniel's comments yesterday. And did he say shed some light? He did not say <laughs> shed some light. That's stupid. He said the goal for us eventually is to have somebody that's going to be here for a long time. Which is not Aaron Rodgers. I think you see the teams that are having success right now in our league, in our conference, and specifically in our division. They're young players that were drafted by their clubs, and they're being developed there under the same continuity. See, I actually look at the Rodgers to the Jets idea much different than you because I look at it as it makes too much sense for him not to want to come here and for the Jets not to want him here because it's not only a team that, while, again, I think their defense was overrated last year, they were still pretty good. It's not like they were a bad—they were good. 
I just didn't think they were at that elite level. But I think they take the next step. You've got a good defense in place. You've got good skill set, uh, skill players in place. You hope the offensive line is a little bit better next year and healthy, which is probably the biggest reason why the back half of the season they weren't great. You've got a quarterback who is not ready to take the ball again. Um, a quarterback who has a relationship with Rodgers. And if you are Joe Douglas, and if you actually do hope that Zach Wilson can be your quarterback of the future, timing-wise, it's perfect. You got a guy, you're talking about two years and out. No, I know, and, and Boomer has said that a million times. Like, the best part about the Aaron Rodgers thing for the Jets, other than Aaron Rodgers being the starting quarterback, is it provides them another opportunity for Zach Wilson to be the guy. Yeah. And that's what they ultimately want, which to me is just is is nuts that they they you don't need him to work out to have a successful organization. But they are like insisting that he has to work out for them to have well, success. So many misses at the position. Yeah, I know. But he but this and, is this is the most egregious one right now. And I'm, I'm not great with these contracts. So if I make a mistake here, I'm, you make a lot of errors. You can play over and over. So he's two years in. Correct. Mm-hmm. Zach Wilson. Yeah. So if you if you had Rodgers here for two, and Zach sits, learns, maybe plays a game here or there, some snaps here or there, whatever, theoretically, couldn't you pick up that fifth year option knowing that it's one year and out for him? Like he he had he had it. He sat for two years. He sat under Rodgers. He learned. Here you go, kid. You've played a couple of years. You've now taken a step back and watched the best for a couple of years. If you can't do it now, we know. Where are the Jets at that point, though? Because this is the thing that... Good question. Because we know Zach Wilson cannot start this year. We know it. Because jobs are on the line. they got to make the playoffs. He clearly isn't ready. So let's... Well, let's say... Let's say they get to a very high level after for two years. I don't know if they win the Super Bowl, and I have no idea. But that's it for Rodgers. I'll I'll, I'll give you an example. let's, Let's say they do the same thing that they did... Back with Rex and Mark Sanchez. They go to back-to-back AFC okay. championship games and lose. Right. Can you then, and then Roger says, I tried, gave it a shot, mm-hmm. I'm done. After two years. The idea would be for Zach Wilson to step in and be the quarterback now. And be the guy. See, the fans would go nuts. Because you're right at the doorstep. I actually think it would be better, honestly, if Rodgers didn't have success, it didn't work out, and they're like, "All right, let's give Zach a shot." But again, it's a one-year, it's a one-year thing. But you're knocking on the door with Aaron Rodgers, and then he decides to retire, well, and then that's Zach Wilson again. The oh! right, but the whole point of that is he's now ready. I think we can all agree whether we like the pick, we didn't like the pick. We can all agree he wasn't ready. Sure, and he was thrown into the he was thrown to the wolves as a 21 year old mm-hmm. who clearly had no idea what the hell he was doing. Now he'd be 24-25. He's got experience. He's had the, the tutelage from Aaron Rodgers. That's it, kid. You got one chance now. And if it doesn't work, we're moving on. Yeah, and that's what they want. I know that's what they want. I just think that him being around is not a good thing for the team. I think that last year you saw the Mike White, Zach Wilson stuff. The fact of the matter is the defense hated him. They they liked all those tweets about how he was being a jerk. And even though they said that that's not what they were trying to do, of course, that's what they were trying to do. I just think having him around is a bad thing. And and I, I would live with the fact, if I were the Jets, he would go somewhere else and have success. Because I, I can't imagine he's going to turn into Patrick Mahomes or anybody else of that ilk overnight in another organization or even after a couple of years i just don't think it's gonna happen i don't think he's good enough and i'm not saying what you're saying is wrong that he should be or shouldn't be here the the problem is you're not the one that drafted him yeah no i know and and a lot of guys get stubborn with that yes 
Is it stubborn and also still seeing something that we're not seeing by being around him every day? We don't see it. We, you know, the one thing I will say from reading a lot of clips from whether most of probably offensive guys, I don't know about the defense, but you have read a lot of stuff about he's worked. Like whether he maybe he didn't in the beginning, but this year he put a lot of work in. They see that, and maybe they do see something in the future that'll work. You know, we're not there. Yeah, I mean, I guess the thing that drives me nuts about that is if, if Zach Wilson were on this roster at the same point and were drafted by somebody else, he would be gone. But the fact that these guys drafted him, it's like, oh, we have to give him another shot. But what you've seen on the field would be the well, same. They did that with Sam Darnold. They got rid of him. Exactly. Right. So they're trying And Darnold to... was better than Wilson. I guess to this point, that is absolutely correct. So, but so, not like he's had a Hall of Fame career, though. But yes, he was better. That is true. And they ended up getting rid of him. And I thought that that was the right move at the time. But now, just because you're the regime that drafted this guy, you're going to hang on to him longer. I mean, if you came in with a fresh set of eyes and you saw that tape, you'd be like, "This guy is a tire fire," and we got to get rid of him. <laughs> yes. But we're going to give him another chance. Exact this, exact that. Future of the organization. No, I'm sorry. I, I, I think this is the only scenario he stays. Is the Aaron Rodgers? Yes. One. Because Derek, if it's Derek Carr, he can't. Yeah, I'd love to see what they get for Zach Wilson if they, you know, because they they're going to trade him. Somebody's going to. I mean, what is that return? <sighs> Not a lot. Fifth round pick it at the can't best. Be much. I was going to say a fourth round pick. So, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Joe Douglas done very well with trades. The Sam Darnold trade he did very well with. Mm-hmm. Jamal Adams trade did very well. With. So maybe maybe there's some team out there, but. Teams are quarter are desperate for quarterbacks. You never know, I guess. They are, but teams also with the personality thing right now is a big deal in the NFL because they're seeing what's going on with Kyler Murray, and then you see guys like Joe Burrow and the difference and the focus and the this and the that. So it, his personality so far has been just a major turnoff. So, and, and I actually think one of the reasons why Dak Prescott is so loved by the Jones family is because he, as a face of a franchise, you couldn't have a better guy. Yeah. You know, that's that's point. When you talk about personality, you're dead on about that. Especially with an organization like that, that that's looking for that person to be front and center. All right, I'm excited to hear some of his Aaron yeah, Rodgers so stuff. I hope he's got a lot. He didn't have a lot of time, a lot of time to get through it, but hopefully. I know, and I'm, but I'm breaking early because I'm hoping he has a lot of stuff, even though he probably could use a couple more minutes. <laughs> but I'm well, hoping- why don't you give us two minutes on the Nets? Go ahead. <laughs> Patrick Kane, go. <laughs> Would you rather hear about Patrick Kane or the Nets right now? Um, I, listen, the, the Nets are not very good right now. They're yeah. good players. They're not a very good team. Patrick Kane is interesting just from the standpoint of I think the Rangers have a legit chance to go in the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, you know, in a, in a sport like that where we say everything's a crapshoot in the playoffs, but, you know, the Bruins look unbelievably unbeatable at this point. But now that, you know, the Rangers are not caring about that. They're nope. saying we're, we're going for it. We're giving ourselves a shot. You know, a guy like that with the experience that he has. Was he won three times? Yeah. Two times? Three times? Three times, yeah. The, the garden is going to be on fire tomorrow night. Oh, sure. Yeah, and he's still, he's still got it. I mean, he's, he's scored a bunch of goals in the last several games that he's played. So he, he wanted to be here. I mean, it's if yeah. you can get the performance that you got out of Shesterkin last year with this team and the way that they can score, then, yeah, they're, to me, the second most dangerous team in the conference. No doubt. It'll be a fun uh, playoff run for sure. The Devils are good. The Rangers are good. The Islanders, we'll see. But, yeah. Man, about the, that? the Devils and the Rangers face each other in the first round. Like, that's just such a bummer. But we'll both will be. I know we'll see, but if that ends up happening, it shouldn't happen. That to be, Those two teams have had really, really good seasons. And one of them to be out in the first round, they got to reconfigure that whole thing. Does make any sense? 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, Brewer and Gio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. We had our pre-sale this morning for Brewer and Geo Live, and we sold out the VIP tickets and the general admission tickets for the pre-sale. But fret not, because the general admission, or the general on-sale, rather, for general admission tickets and VIP tickets. You get another shot at VIP tickets and another shot at general admission tickets on Friday at 8 a.m. So Friday at 8 a.m., you'll get a shot at those. And if you go to WFAN.com slash live, then you will get all the information you need about the show, which is Friday, April 7th, White Eagle Hall in Jersey City. An off-air, on-stage, uncensored version of the show that is going to be a giant party for everybody involved. And we got a ton of stuff planned, and it's going to be uh, absolutely tremendous. All right, so we sent CeeLo out on a mission, and I know he didn't have a ton of time to get through this Aaron Rodgers podcast. So if you're just joining us this morning, uh, Aaron Rodgers went on some... Uh, I don't know. Aubrey Marcus. Aubrey Marcus. No, no, no. But I was—I know his name's Aubrey Marcus. The thing I was looking for was like some sort of like alternative medicine freak is the thing that I was looking for. Oh, like charlatan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so oil salesman. Right. So he. This guy's. He's the one that turned Aaron Rodgers onto all this this garbage that he does. So he went on his podcast and he spoke for an hour and forty minutes. And it dropped sometime in the 8 a.m. hour. CeeLo went out there and it was listening and cutting it up to have some sound for us. So, first of all, just how did it go? Uh, eh. Eh? Now, Is I obviously did not get through the whole hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. But based on what I heard and what I've seen people say about it, nothing all that juicy. Okay. Football-wise or life-wise? Nothing. Uh, more so football-wise. There's some quirky stuff life-wise, which you'd expect. Yeah. By the way, I hate to break it to you. As I went to the Aubrey Marcus YouTube page, uh, this dropped six hours ago. So Really? Yeah. That's interesting no, because on I Apple... I didn't see anywhere that... Right, so I was on his page, yeah. and it wasn't on there. On Apple? Yeah, okay. yeah, On, on Apple his YouTube Podcasts. page... When I, where I found this, it's an hour and 36 minutes, it said six hours ago. Which was funny about that, too, though, is no one had any quotes nope, until this I mean. hour. Yeah, yeah. it's like wild. They, maybe they posted it through the night and just never blasted it out there. I don't know. Whatever. Wow, that's interesting. All right, first of all, we're brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Also brought to you by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games 
on your phone. Um, yeah, so not a ton there, but we'll play a bunch of clips. We'll have some fun with it. Talked a lot about the logistics of being in the dark, dealing with moving around, acclimating to that uh, new environment across the four days. You know, I've heard everything about you know, how to walk, you know, like a ballerina or walk with your arms out that's or whatever it might be. <laughs> that's, that's typical. <laughs> Most of the time, your legs are splayed yeah. out and you're walking. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. a ballerina. Walk on toe, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. But that's actually how you injured your toe that season. Nobody knows that. Yeah, uh-huh. You went on point, but actually mm-hmm. your ballet training it just, just gave out. <laughs> just okay. gave, it just yeah. gave out. Pretty sure they're joking about that, but you never know. And Rogers called it COVID toe at the time. It was a big controversy. Anyway, uh, they also got into his <laughs> diet and his digestive system during his time Ugh. in the dark. He loves talking about yes, this. Yes, or the black as they refer to it. Apparently a big difference between being in the black and being in the dark. But be that as it may. Here's how that exchange went. You know, I was grubbing on these big salads that, that they had for us, and that's probably a little out of the norm for, you know, to eat a humongous salad like every mm-hmm. single dinner. But, yeah, my dumps were super smooth. And <laughs> in my mind, now this is my own rationalization, they were, they were all two wipers. They were yeah. two wipers <laughs> and, and done. So... You so, didn't need more than two eyes. Honestly, there were multiple. The, we could check the underwear for the records. Well, yeah. <laughs> we, we could. There were we multiple, go. though, that I didn't even think I needed a wipe. Man, <laughs> you you really killed it on that side. Yeah. Wow. And he's, but he's talking about this in not like a joking manner. No, he's no, talking he's about this like, serious. like this yeah. is, this is great. This is awesome. This is the stuff that I was eating. Digestive sy- the system was all great. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, moving on from that part of it, what was one of the goals of enduring this particular retreat? Instead of trying so hard to be, I'm not just a football player. What if I just embraced I am a football player? Mm. And look at how beautiful it's impacted my life. And there's probably people that think I'm done. I thought I was done, you know, before I became COVID MVP twice. He loves that reference, the COVID MVP. Yeah. I've heard him say it three or four times this offseason alone. Um, now we get to the retirement stuff. We gotta get this guy here. Toward the, <laughs> towards the end, um, shockingly, no decision yet. For everybody involved directly and indirectly, it's best for a decision early. And I feel, I feel really good about, about the conversations that, um, that are going to be had, that have been had with uh, important people in my life, yourself included. I'm sure the Packers love hearing that, that Aubrey Marcus is in on the conversations. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Not really searching for outside like, input, though. I'm not it, looking for somebody to tell me what the answer is. Uh, all the answers are right inside me, and I, I touched uh, many of them, and definitely the feelings uh, on both sides during the darkness. And I'm okay. thankful for that. More time. touching. Okay. I wonder if he, you know, had some time with himself in that way in that darkness. Or it was being recorded. Imagine. Right? Oh, was it? Yeah, it was. It was all filmed. Yeah. Oh. So, pro- I mean, They'll edit that part out. I don't know. He was the, the toilets are right in the middle of the room, so they're not editing that part out. No, no so. I'm saying the part that eventually gets put out. They're not going to show that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think so. <laughs> so, gee, it's infrared, I guess. Yeah, or night vision, night vision. Or right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we, uh, so we get to see like a green or red Aaron Rodgers pooping. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> hmm. Well, no, that like you could. So we have a baby monitor where it's. Com- Completely dark right. in the room, and you, you can like white. You get a yeah. black and white image. It's a black basically. and white image. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's probably what you're what you're getting with this. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're Joe Douglas, you finally get a chance to talk to Aaron Rodgers. Do you do you reference any of this stuff to try to get on his good side? Ask him about the two wipers. Yeah. Like Joe Douglas probably hasn't had a two wiper in about thirty years. 
like two rolls. <laughs> yeah. Or had or had salad repeatedly ever in his life. No yeah, offense, right. Joe. I haven't either. So two big salads. Oh my god. And a two, two wiper. Well, yeah, yeah, right. Four nights. He said, "Oh, yeah, yeah, four big salads and two God. wipers." That's not Joe Douglas's no way of life. It's certainly not. <laughs> I got two more for you here. Not trying to drag his yeah, feet, yeah. so he says, but also not going to rush it for anyone else's sake. There's a finality to the decision, mm-hmm. and I don't make it lightly. I don't want to drag anybody around. Look, I'm answering questions about it because I asked about it. Um, I'm talking about it because it's important to me. If you don't like it, and you think it's drama. Maybe I'm being a diva or whatever, and just tune it out. I just don't. What mm-hmm. takes so long? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I just also figure it out. You either want to play, you don't want to play. They're sitting in comfy white chairs, uh, yoga pants, no shoes, no socks, fireplace burning behind them. <laughs> Very intimate <laughs> setting for the two of them. And in closing, stand by and stay tuned. This is my life. It's important to me, and I'll make a decision soon enough, and and we'll go down that road. And be. Really excited about it. We, yeah, brother. Yeah, brother. We've really yeah, taken brother. this too far. <laughs> yes, we have. This whole, I mean, you're you a guys football player, me to for get God's sake. You know what player don't play? Cuts. God. Yeah. yeah. I can look inward. No, he referenced no. Favre and that year God. and that summer and the uncertainty and it was awkward and, of course, I've ultimately got traded to the Jets, so. Yeah, we, we like, read that. Jerry read yeah, that quote earlier. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. You're, you're, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> no, not never mind. It's just, we're talking about getting on a damn field, hopefully, <laughs> 21 or 22 times. That's it. I, I understand it's a tough sport. I get it. Just make up your mind. Yeah. You play, you don't play. Well, I just, I think that, just like I said yeah, this yeah. morning, early on, that there is, there's something about him that can't accept the mundane reality of the human experience. And he is searching for something that's not there. And everything that goes on in his life he is now taking and making just such tremendously more complicated than it needs to be. Right. So that that's what everything fits into that. If you put everything through that um, philosophical filter that I'm talking about, mm-hmm. everything comes out in the same way, more complicated. Right. You can spin it if you want. Yeah. But everything is kind of what it is. I always say, one of my lines that I always say is like, big decisions in your life make themselves. Meaning that there's something, if you're if you're contemplating this or that, whatever, there's something that happens where you're like, all right, that's the decision that I need mm-hmm. to make because now it makes sense to me. And by the way, sometimes they're wrong. Yeah, occasionally. We don't yeah. always make the right ones. Sure. So, but he's just taking this to a completely different level of of trying to find himself and what it means no, he was and what lost. it doesn't mean. Yeah, I, I mean, I would, yeah. Like, he's one of the most successful quarterbacks in the history of the game in terms of numbers and, you know, statistics and all that stuff. I know he hasn't won as much as he'd like to, but he's pretty damn good when you think about all the great quarterbacks we've seen. What are you searching for? A deeper meaning. Of yeah. what? I don't know. Well, that's Life. the thing. He's, he, but that's, but what does that have to do with? Playing football. Because it's his life and his experience in this life and in this body. He needs, what he's interested He in. wants to do everything correctly. And this is a big step. Do I go out there and do this again? Or do I stop playing? As he said, there's a finality to this. Do I stop playing forever? You know, and that's a, well, that's a critical there, moment in his life. only a finality to it if he wants there to be. Yeah. You can change your mind next year. It's true, but at this age... He takes a year off. He comes back next year as a free agent. You don't think 
Oh, the people team. would pay him, yeah. But they would. But I do think that once he's done, he's he's done. And I respect that, of course. You're like, when someone retires, you want them to be gone. You don't need them coming back over and over again. I get that. Yeah, and, and he's I probably understand. not going to do the workouts he needs right. to do. He's going to be somewhere. God knows where. You're not going to hear from him. I guess my point is, there's no way he's not been thinking about this for two months. What is going to change now? Yeah. Well, for him, right. You're right. But That's for right. him, he thinks that being in the dark and all the things that are coming to him and he's thinking and he's by himself, like there's going to be an answer there. I think these last two off seasons and all this wacky, honestly, it's to me, it seems like someone who's just bored with the routine exactly and that's, he's trying and that's what to I was change it up and do something different and just it's like what you know what can really make him feel alive or so on and so forth and i don't know hope that he derives something from it so yeah i mean we'll he, he doesn't seem like a guy who has been satisfied by anything yeah like which is which is sad in a way because like he doesn't have relationships with his family he has been bouncing around from relationship to relationship with girlfriends and for he, for years, and he hasn't won. True. I mean, just the, the Super Bowl. It's been a long time. Two thousand and ten was the last time. time that he won. Think about someone that we've regarded as the best in the game for so long, or one of the best, and hasn't won in over a decade. Yeah. So, like, I'm having an epiphany here. What he's searching for is what makes him happy. Because yeah. I don't think he knows that. He's on the treadmill trying to get somewhere. Yeah. He's just, like, running in place. Because I think he likes being good at football. But I don't know if he really loves football right now. That's different. You know, I mean, he, I think he likes the one MVPs. I did that. I think he likes being good at football. And he likes people looking up to him. But I don't know how much he's really loving the whole experience of football. Obviously, his relationships are all over the map. He's got the family thing. So I think he's just, he. this is a guy who's trying all sorts of ways to find his true happiness. Yes, what scratches his itch. Yes. And he's so wealthy, he doesn't need it. True. True. And but this is these are the things that he's doing, and it's it's almost. I mean, if that's the case, like if 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 that is any in any way true, that's sad. Maybe with Brady out, maybe Fox can harm and put him in the booth this year. <laughs> Only if he's high. <laughs> that's what I want. Him completely high and totally hallucinating, watching football games. Mm. Yeah. If I may provide an update on Brock Purdy for you and Al. Oh, yeah. Hey, John, Lynch, Purdy. John Lynch yesterday. He's got another follow-up next week. Hopefully the inflammation's gone so wow. he can have the surgery on the elbow. And it's getting to the point now where they're going to have to consider bringing in other reinforcements because he may not be ready wow. for the season, depending this on is when what, that surgery goes down. Five weeks ago was that game, would you say? It's right, February 28th, so it's mm. about five weeks ago. Yeah. And you guys are sitting there saying he couldn't play yeah. or should have played. Yeah. Well, I mean, at this point, it even makes our point even further. Because <laughs> if he was going to be out for this much time, give it a go. <laughs> Seriously. Right. He had all this time to rest. Yeah. yeah. Nothing I mean, else to lose. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, man. You guys are funny. <laughs> uh, we talked about this on the warm-up show. I never got around to the, the Joey Votto response. So it wasn't a video thing. MLB's... I can't I believe just... people wrote this like it was a real story. It's funny. I don't know if it's Twitter or Instagram. I'm not, I can't tell. I think it was Twitter, Twitter but you okay. might be right. So MLB's account, whatever may, the case may be, wrote, drop your boldest NL Central prediction. To which they Joey, Joey the word stupidest. <laughs> replied, extraterrestrials arrive on Earth April 15th. The 12 and 2 Reds and the rest of the planet learn from, communicate with, and befriend our alien friends. This process takes five months. Play resumes in October. The Reds sweep the playoffs and are World Series champs. Side note, the aliens ask if I would like to accompany them on their ship back to their planet. I oblige <laughs> never to be seen again. 
Yeah. Good credit is creative. Right. It's it fun. Yeah, it's right. not your normal athlete response on Twitter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not getting that from young Joker? Uh, no. You know? <laughs> no. You're certainly not. Sticking with the social media theme, you guys, nobody cares about hockey. We're going to talk about the Rangers, the Patrick Kane deal. Did you see Jalen like Brunson on Twitter yesterday, what he had to say? No. I don't follow Jalen Brunson. Okay. I should. Well, he tweeted, I need to get to a Ranger game this year. Hmm. To which Josh Hart quote tweeted him and said, bring me. Can they afford it? So really yeah, is the question. That's, that's a fair <laughs> question. That they is should a fair go question. tomorrow night. So the Nick players are, yeah, right. You got Nick's Nets tonight at the Garden. And then have them go Rangers, yeah. Ottawa, Kane's debut. Get them down there Absolutely. in the celebrity seats. Where was, are the Knicks hitting the road after tomorrow night? Ah, uh, that because that would dictate. I would. I don't know. That's a good exactly. point. Just they Google have, it. They do have that West Coast trip coming up That's, where they got the Clippers and the Lakers. That's coming up very soon. Let me see here. Let's see, yeah. yeah, they're in Miami Friday. So they probably would travel Thursday, which is tomorrow. Yeah, so that's so a no they, yeah, so that's Somewhere out. down the road. That's though. out. I was there Sunday with my son, took him to his first game. Yeah, we Lund talked about that. Lundquist was there with his daughters. Uh, Liam Neeson was there in the stands. Uh, you Justin sitting by Tuck. them? Justin Tuck. No, oh. not even on the same level. He talked about what? You bringing your yeah. kid to a game? We thought it was great. I talked about it last time. No, but no, we talked about we, it two on days Monday. Ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because okay. we were talking about how you were worried that they were going to play like I crap was, yeah. because they had been playing like crap, yes. and then I said it was a great day for the little Presties. I didn't say anything bad about a little bit of everything. I mean, you had the Keandre Miller spitting incident. Mm. You had Zabanajad go down and it looked like his season was over, and then all of a sudden, his uh, on a much lesser scale Willis Reed moment coming out of the tunnel in the third period. Place they did the place exploded. Oh, I'm sure it did. His name. I'm sure we talked everything into existence. My son had his Panarin jersey on. He's like, he hasn't really done much yet. Bang! Five seconds later, scores. My dad goes, "All right, I need a Mika power play goal, one timer from the left wing circle. Bang! Right in there. It was all good. That's a good game. Yeah, man, that that's awesome. And obviously, your your kids are going to be hooked for life. Yeah, my son turned to me. They flashed on the scoreboard. You know, upcoming home games. Next home game. Can Thursday. we go? Yeah. Dad, can yeah. we go? Yeah, I'm like, like mm. get a job, kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take it out of your college fund? No yeah. problem. All right, let's do moment of the day. It's brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. No! So I asked Gio last hour what you'd actually like me to do at this upcoming live show you guys have uh, got cooked up. And he mentioned Spike had an idea, but didn't think it was such a good idea to get into it on the air today. So naturally, I asked why. You're in a good mood and I want to drag you down today. <laughs> That's what I figured, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just one of those things, <laughs> you know? I need you for the next, this update and the next update. And the next, and two, the next days. two days. Yeah, next two days, too. So I don't really, sometime next week, perfect. perhaps. Uh, yeah, I don't want to put you in a tough come spot. Come man. Yeah, see, I'm made out to be like a bad sport or something. I'm not. No, it's not that. It's just that you're going to lick the ranch off of Peter Schwartz. <laughs> <laughs> not if I can get there first. <laughs> I'm getting there. That, to me, is a dream of mine. Listen, every, every person has a price. <laughs> well, especially with these tickets now. Oh, I mean, we get. You guys want to make me an offer? We get a few drinks. You never in, know what I might do. Keep your job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell Boomer to bring like $5,000 cash with him, and then we get him enough drinks. He will be $1,000 to do this, $1,000 to do that. You're right. <laughs> Peter Schwartz, take your pants off, $2,000. <laughs> you know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. That is not uh, out of the realm of possibility. I would no, probably no. take my pants off for two grand. <laughs> would you be careful what you say? Listen, I'm all for making some cash. If Boomer wants to put out some challenges, uh, come that night, I'll be ready to go. Again, oh. be careful. Well, yeah, I know, because it really could go the wrong way. <laughs> what else do I have to lose? We ended up in Washington one night, remember that. <laughs>
Are you a guy that when you drink, you would, like, your inhibitions totally go away? You're still, like, conscious of what's going on? Depends on what level we're talking about. Like, let's say you're not completely blacked no. out. Like, let's no. say you've had four drinks. Um, yeah, you might see a different side. All right. I'll give you an example. I went to the comedy show with Cardin and Roberts, whatever it was, a year and a half ago oh, or so. You got, you got really you stand up. Yes, I did not. Oh. But I, uh, as I later came to find out, was uh, a little bit loud and on the animated side and might have rubbed some people the wrong way. So you never know. Which people? Do you remember this? Um, I mean, it wasn't like a blackout night. No, but, but do you remember instances? Well, in, in, the, in the moment, it felt like I was just having a good time. Then, I, as I later came to find out, maybe it was you were an ass. A little, a little over the top. Interesting. So, that was right. the night I walked from Midtown down here and passed out. You walked from Midtown it down was, here? Oh, sorry, Midtown Strong. We were in like the where's Gotham? The the twenty third, something like that. Still a long walk. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Stumbling. Stumbling down seven. Is that where you parked this morning, Eddie? <laughs> I'm, su I'm surprised you weren't clubbed like a seal at some point. <laughs> Listen, it's probably a minor miracle I made it here without a scratch on me. <laughs> yeah, like I'm surprised some guy wasn't wearing your skin that night. Then again, after all the uh, up chucking I did, no one probably wanted to be anywhere near me. Yeah. It was all over me. So. Ugh. Bad scene. Yeah, Haven't had go. a night like that since. Right. That would be that would be a good thing They're you could do. Usually, like a once every couple years sort of what, thing. Throw up. Yeah, no, be CeeLo drinks till he pukes. Oh, great. What takes how many <laughs> drinks till he throws up? It's more so the mixing than it is the amount. All right, yeah, so we'll do like, you know, here's tequila. All right. And here's Beer, a little vodka. Mai Tai. Here's a little, little whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, all right, how, how many different types of alcohol <laughs> can we mix so CeeLo pukes? Ugh. <laughs> 820. Uh, let's go to Kyle, who's in Warren. What's going on, Kyle? Hey, G uh, Gio and Jerry. Oh, yeah. What's, What's up, Kyle? Kyle? What's going on? Hey, so I was at the Somerset Patriots game, and I filmed Peter Schwartz throwing out the first pitch. Yes. And I, uh, I was able to score tickets to the event, which I'm very happy about. I just had a question. Are the seven children that threw out the first pitch before Peter going to be there? <laughs> yeah, I believe it was eight. It was eight children. Were you the guy that was filming and then yelled? Oh, he's hung up. I think the he, I think he was the guy who was filming and yelled Takiya during that. <laughs> <laughs> this was the greatest thing ever. So... Like so, you were out, Jerry, when this happened. But so, Peter's what? Peter's all excited about. You're not aware of this, Jerry. No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> There's the pitch. But Peter was all excited for throwing out the first pitch, and then when he got there, he was one of eight people to throw out the first pitch. <laughs> Why is Peter in Somerset, New Jersey, throwing out? He's a Long Island guy, right? Yeah, correct. I mean, because he the free hat, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Maybe you might be right. I don't. That's. I mean, good for him. But, uh, and the other seven were kids. Ah, uh, yes, there were eight children ahead wow. of him, and he was, or seven children ahead of him. He was he number eight. Kind of looked like that clip of Andy Reid in the punt pass kick when he yeah. was thirteen. It was like the. <laughs> They introduced it as like from WFAN, the one and only Peter Schwartz. Smattering. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem when you do that, uh, things like that. Yeah, yeah. People don't care. No, I, he's right. Exactly. Not at all. Like at Hofstra when I was <laughs> introduced. It was funny because I was like introduced like right before their former coach that was like such a, like a legend in there, Coach McCallick. <laughs> like they would go roar. Like, you know, right before I was. Like, <laughs> <laughs> one guy. Woo! Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rich and Chester, what's going on, Rich? Hey, Gio, what's up, man? Going on. Great to talk to you. You guys are awesome. I need to hear more about this CeeLo night. I'm intrigued. 
So, yeah, okay. What what about it? You, you've got the floor. CeeLo's in here. What questions do you want to ask him? Uh, CeeLo, um, how many times did you puke on yourself? Oh, I lost count at some point. Oh. It was a bad scene. Uh, my goal was not to come back here and sleep in the recliner chair down the hall, but I was. it was in a state where driving home would have been highly yeah, yeah, illegal yeah, and inappropriate. Yeah, so. no, no. Yeah. Yeah. The recliner chair is probably a good idea because you could keep two feet on the floor. The whole room wouldn't have been spinning. But yeah, I stumbled like back. I somehow made it into the chair, and then thankfully, sort of by the grace of God, my body woke me up minutes before this whole crew was about to arrive because wow. they 100% mm. would have found me, would have photographed me, videoed me. It would have been a whole thing on the air, and I snuck out of here at like 5.15 in the morning. So why didn't you take an Uber at that point? Uh, because I'm trying to remember where the heck my car was parked. I guess it was down here somewhere. I had worked with I had worked with Carton and Roberts earlier in the day, I believe, yeah. and basically I snuck out of here and I drove home to essentially change my clothes, take a shower, and then come back in because I had to work later that day. Oh God, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, and you walked the whole time. And taking an Uber from Manhattan to yeah. Monmouth County, New Jersey, it's a bit pricey. Were there any um, employees that you had ticked off here, which is other audience members for you being so? Uh, I don't know about employees. There was there was um, one individual who's I would say a public figure who's a fan of the radio station who was there that night who I know had a comment that I later found out about. Not a big deal, but Chris Christie? No, no, I don't think Chris Christie was there that night. Constantine Maroulis, perhaps? <laughs> really? Yeah. It was him? That's what I'm told. <laughs> It was like the three that'll always be yeah. like, you know, it's either Christy, Maroulis, or Cody Decker, so, right? Public figures. Apparently, I was very, uh, <laughs> very obnoxious. So oh, okay. I felt bad about it after the fact. And I've always wondered if that uh, led to my demise with the afternoon program. Mm. I'm kidding. That's a wow. joke. That is a joke. I'm just kidding. That's not, I'm sure the two are not connected. You're sure? Yeah, because I worked with them after that. And we laughed about it on the air. It's no okay. big deal. It's all good. Uh, okay. It's all, all good. Right. All right, CeeLo, we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Today was a big 
today with our pre-sale. We sold out, but those of you who didn't get a chance to get tickets, you'll get another opportunity on Friday at 8 a.m. to get more VIP tickets and more general admission tickets for Boomer and Geo Live Friday, April 7th at White Eagle Hall in Jersey City. It is going to be a, a tremendous, tremendous time. Uh, Dan and Carteret rubbing a lot of people the wrong way this morning uh, because he could not get tickets and he's he's complaining and he's just people are are not happy with hmm. Dan. But Who's see, he complaining to? He complaining to management. Oh, yep. All and, right, and management's not thrilled with it. Let's put it that way. Probably not the right way to go. Yeah. Well, management did respond on Twitter back to Dan and Carteret, so I'm not really speaking out of turn. Okay. But yeah, there is there's some issues there. A little back and forth. A little back and forth. Couple issues. Dan will figure out a way to be there, right? More tickets Friday. Yeah, more tickets Friday. He'll have another chance. Mm-hmm. Now, if he gets shut out of that, what do we do? Do we feel obligated to let him in? Or do we just say, sorry, didn't happen for you. It wasn't meant to be. Now, he had a lot of luck with those Springsteen tickets, Alan. He always sends you, hey, look, I got in. You didn't get in. I got in. Yeah, every time I keep getting shut out, Dan keeps getting in. Yeah, maybe this mm-hmm. is his comeuppance. I had to get for two different times listeners to buy me tickets that I then bought off them. Did you ever get, because I know initially you were like put on the waiting list. Did they ever get back to you with no. an opportunity? They didn't. Wow. Okay. <laughs> but you got tickets, though. I did. Did the listeners upcharge you? Nope. Well, that's very nice. Yeah, very nice. Both times. I had one li- uh, listener for MSG and then a listener for MetLife. Wow. Yeah. Very nice of them. Were they the, running the programs and the bots to get no, these tickets? Just regular just people? Regular people. So you now, do you have to sit with them, though, now? I do. Okay. But that, buy I, them checked, drinks. I checked both seem like very pleasant, normal couples. Yeah, famous last words, right? Well, you have no idea until you meet them. Yeah. Everybody looks good. Right, but I could just be sitting next to some random lunatic True. that I didn't get tickets that, from. 100%. I didn't say you shouldn't sit there. I'm just saying you don't know until you know them. Yeah, but a random lunatic who listens to the show and knows you is definitely more dangerous than the random lunatic who knows he's going to be surrounded by strangers to begin with. Like, that person might just, like, not leave you alone all the time. I will tell you, last night, I said it's 6 o'clock this morning, we were at the good old Pool Ave bar last night. There are a lot of requests for Alan Eddie, knowing that you're Jersey guys, to come by one night. I oh. said, only if it's 5 o'clock. <laughs> Not even 5 o'clock. I'm not going up there at 5 o'clock. I got my I didn't 2 think o'clock. You, I didn't think you would. I said if there's a chance, we'd have to do this at 4.30, 5 o'clock. Otherwise, no way. And Eddie's asleep by 6. But they were looking for you guys. I thought That's that was nice. kind of cool. Very yeah. nice. But that was neat. What about I mean, a weekend? Do you have a cornhole weekend situation? No, we really don't, actually. No. All right. Mondays, that's it. And Wednesdays, the singles I play tonight. So you got to go back out there tonight. Uh, well, yeah, it's a five minutes around. Okay. Not a big deal. By Wait, the way, Peter... Cornhole is multiple nights now, not just Monday? Uh, yeah, only for a few weeks. We're doing singles. And pickleball's Tuesday We're and Thursday? We're not doing pickleball. No, I'm done with pickleball. I would like to thank Peter Schwartz really quickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who sent me, yeah. number one, he wanted to make it very clear it wasn't just him and kids throwing out the first pitch. He said the mayor of Bridgewater was there, too. Okay, right, who's enough. 12, so... <laughs> <it really laughs> yeah. But he sent me the video... And you did not undersell this or oversell this at oh, all. Yeah. You were dead on mm-hmm. with your introduction at Hofstra. Yeah, yeah. He's got the video when they introduced the great Greg Giannotti. Yeah. And he is not wrong. It's... 
<laughs> the, video, yeah. the video is funny. I know it is very funny. And then, but I actually got like the Islander game. There was a better ovation than the Hofstra game. I believe that. Like I was like, what? That like Hofstra they didn't care. And then, like I said, right after the coach McCallum, like, everyone's like, Whoa. <laughs> I'm just gonna be over here. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, <laughs> good to see you guys. Can I go now? Yeah, <laughs> so funny. Uh, and the place isn't exactly packed. I no, 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 no. But, so, but it was still, it was still funny when you watch the video. It's, it's, it's legit funny. Yes. <laughs> hey, look, there he is. <laughs> All right, Oscar. There we go. Yeah, funny.